Welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast, brought to you by the authors of the business book of the year, The Unfair Advantage. This is the podcast for anyone who wants to understand the real forces that lead to success in life and in business. Authors and co-hosts Hassan Kuba and Ash Ali discuss entrepreneurship, self-awareness, and explore the journeys of their remarkable guests so they can understand what set them apart from the pack. Because behind every success story, there's an unfair advantage. Welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Hassan Kuba, and I am joined by the wonderful Ash Ali. Ash, how's it going? Hello. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's getting pretty nippy in London, weather-wise. Yeah, it's getting cold. You know, today we thought we should discuss our experience with writing a book and whether you, the listener, should write a book. What are the pros and cons? What our experience has been like? We'll just give you our quick thoughts on writing a book. We'll just jam as much value into this as possible because we get so many questions, don't we, Ash? Yeah, we do. We get so many people asking us how to write a book, when to write a book, should I write a book? It's a big topic, but we try and get into uh, smaller tidbits of information for everyone listening in. Wicked. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by asking you, Ash, what impact has writing a book had on you? What has that been like? The impact has been amazing, actually, both personally and professionally. Personally, it's been a, a great way to give back to people in the whole world, people who are effectively strangers that we don't even know, who are reading our ideas and encapsulating them into their own lives. And professionally, I think it creates a sense of credibility towards our thinking and our coaching and mentoring that we offer to startup founders. But also sometimes I see as a very expensive business card if I'm sitting on a flight going somewhere, which is rare now because of COVID, but it's an easy way to say, hey, what do you do, Ash? Oh, yeah, why don't you read this book? And it'll give you a bit more information about it. I think that's a great way to open a conversation with people who are into reading and stuff. But the other thing is also done, it's made me realise how to communicate better and clarity because when you write stuff down it's different to then when you're just speaking about it it's so different isn't it it just it forces you to examine what am i actually trying to say what's the actual message here what's the core of what i'm trying to convey i'm going to touch on what it's been like for me it's just getting your message out there you know getting your ideas out there and then what else has been good is just the doors it's opened that's been incredible. It's just like people relate to you on another level. Like other people that we've looked up to as like celebrities or super successful entrepreneurs, they'll be like on phone calls with us. They'll ask our advice. They'll congratulate us on it. Some of them know how hard it is. Some of them have done books that haven't done well. Some of them have been working on a book for a while and they've really struggled with it. And I think for somebody trying to build a personal brand, somebody trying to be a teacher, and position yourself as a thought leader or as an expert and you know that brings in business and that helps people and yeah it's been an incredible thing and it's something that we probably younger versions of ourselves would never have considered that we'd be authors. Absolutely. I believe everyone's got a book in them but the question that people need to ask themselves is is it the right time to write the book now? Do I have enough energy to write the book? And will the audience find value from it compared to anything else that's out on the marketplace? Because we've all got unique stories and personal stories, but how does that add value to the potential reader? So i got a question for you, Hassan. If someone approaches you now and says, hey, I'm thinking of writing a book, what's your first initial piece of advice around that? Well, I wouldn't start by giving advice. I would start by asking them, and this is quite typical for nearly everything in life, is why? Why do you want to write a book? What's your goal? What do you want out of it? 
And I think different people want different things. And some people just want to share their story with the world. And that's totally cool. But that's not what our book was. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a self-indulgent, just, oh, yeah, we just want to share our stories and so that our grandkids in the future will know what we've done with our lives. And I think there's a phrase for this. It's called vanity publishing. What was the statistic we read? For published authors, meaning do you have a traditional book deal, something like 60% never ever see a royalty check, which is incredible. In other words, they failed. Failure in the sense the publisher's taken a risk on them, giving them an advance on the royalties in exchange for publishing their book. The book hasn't sold well enough the advance on the royalties to be paid back for them to start earning royalties on the book. So for example, just to clarify what we mean, what's all these phrases, royalties and stuff like that. Let's say you got a $10 book and you have a 10% royalty on that. So every time the book is sold, you get a dollar. So if they have an advance on the royalties of, let's say, $1,000, that means that they're going to have to sell 100 books to pay back that advance of $1,000 and then start making a royalty check from it. 60% of books never reach that point. This brings us on to the analogy that we like to use, which is a book is like a business and publishers are like venture capitalists or investors and they're taking a risk. To answer the question, I know I I took it a, a long way, but I think that what is the goal? And if your goal is to have a successful book read by a lot of people that people get a lot of value from, then you have to think about the reader, what their goal is and how you can help them. And that's how you have to write a book, not from your perspective of what you think everyone should know. And here's the wisdom I got from my life and throwing everything in the kitchen sink into that book. Yep, makes sense. What was your experience like working with publishers? Because I know a lot of people ask us. So how it works is you get a literary agent. Literary agent then tries to get you a publishing deal. And then they get a cut from that royalty. So let's say they get like 15% or 20%. And even getting an agent is a huge deal. We were lucky to be able to get it. And I think that's because we paid so much attention to the strength of our concept. So this brings us on to the second point. I said, first of all, you have to think about your reader and add as much value to them as possible. Know who they are, know what they need. Secondly, you have to have a good concept. This is like a business idea. It's like, what is the book about? And then you have to make sure that you stick to that concept And don't go on crazy tangents and start talking about everything else and giving advice randomly. And I guess this is where I need to clarify that we are talking about self-development or business books, basically non-fiction books specifically. So what about this question? When I first started to say I wanted to write a book, I actually got quite a lot of negative responses and a couple of positive ones. And one of the people said something which was quite interesting. He turned around and said to me, you're a bit young, aren't you, to write a book? (laughs) And, and that comes from that whole thing of like a book is just for an old man to share his life story. It comes from this weird idea that it's, it's supposed to sum up your whole life and all the lessons you've learned in your life and you want to pass it along. And therefore, that's what a book is about. Actually, I think one good analogy for and one good training thing, which we both did, you started to do a TED talk. So TEDx is a way to do a TED talk locally, wherever you're based. There's probably going to be a TEDx organization there. And the idea behind that is you have maximum 18 minutes to have an idea worth sharing and then sharing it in a talk. And what was interesting about that is if you see the best TED Talks and you look at advice for how to give a good TED Talk and you listen to the founder, he says, make it one idea, not two, not three, one main idea worth sharing. That is how to make it good. And it's the same with a book have one main concept 
then everything goes under that. Everything that's not on theme or on that concept needs to be cut out. It brings us on to the second point, which is editing and how ruthless you have to be to cut things out, which ties into this idea that structure is actually the secret to writing a good book. It's structuring it well. So understand your goals, have the reader in mind, understand what they want out of it and what you want them to get out of it. And then what is your concept? And then how do you structure that? Here's another question for you then. I had imposter syndrome before thinking about writing a book, mainly because I actually failed my GCC English thinking I can't write. What's your point of view around not being able to write well and you're still wanting to write a book? Yeah, this is a good question. Writing a book is about having a good perspective, a good insight, a good concept that you want to share. It's like you have an idea worth sharing. Let's put it, let's put it in the TED language. You have an idea worth sharing. You don't have to be the most eloquent person. It's not about literature. It's not about being the best English literature student or having the best turns of phrases. Because actually, you can just hire a writer to do those things for you who can do all of that. But what they don't have is the idea, a concept, an idea worth sharing. The examples, the insights, the ability to sort of enter the public conversation, what's going on in people's minds. That's where the value of the author is. Not necessarily in the turn of phrase or things like that. Again, now we go back to the analogy of like business. Understand your unfair advantage, right? And partner up with people that complement you. You don't have to be good at everything in a business. Same with writing a book. Writing a book is a project. Have you seen a film and the credits that go into a movie? Obviously, they're more obviously a collaborative team working thing. But writing a book is also a project in that sense. And even the best authors, they have editors. They don't edit their own books. Even the best authors, they have publishers who can typeset and design and do cover design and help them with the title and help them with the marketing. And the, and actually, you can't think of being an author as just, just the writing bit. You have to think of the whole project. And then it goes back to that thing that we have in our book, like you like to say, Ash, that when it comes to business, what is it, the thing about product versus attraction? Anyone can build a product, but it's hard to get traction. And I think this is one of those things where you, you don't think about just the product, you have to think about the distribution. If you had to choose one, then, I don't know, probably product would win, but it's a close call, right? I would rather have a good product and not great distribution, but then it's still like, who's going to then read it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think this is why it's very important when you're thinking about writing a book to consider your platform, your own personal platform. And in the world of publishing, I call this the author platform and the author platform matters and the way I would say, how does the author platform match up with, say, for the, in the world of startups, author platform is traction in startups. It's just showing you there's an opportunity for traction or there's already some traction. And I think that's really critical part of thinking about writing a book because distribution of the book and the message is very important. And the publishers want to see that, that you can do that as well as just having it in the bookshops. And as we know, a lot of people buy audiobooks and Kindle books as well as the hardbacks and the paperbacks. So knowing how to distribute online, knowing how to speak, knowing how to spread the word with your own social media channel and your own fans is really important before you consider even writing a book, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's basically an unfair advantage, a status unfair advantage, is to have people who are really interested in what you have to write. We recently got a publishing deal in the US, right, with top five publisher. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. We've just written the preface to that. And in it, we write that in the beginning, we didn't think about getting a publishing deal because, you know, that's for academics and celebrities. And there's a reason for that, because they have a following. 
or they have that kind of academic credibility. We were neither of those things, but we were able to get a book deal. And actually, we've been able to advise and coach other authors who've got publishing deals now. We've advised at least two authors who have deals with Penguin, with Macmillan. So it's, it's been a really fun journey and just sharing some of that. So I thought we'd share some of this here in this podcast today. Yeah, it's, it's been quite interesting, actually. Um, uh, a lot of the people we've advised who've not been published yet, we've got them to the point of being published. But then those people who've already got publishing deals have come to us for marketing advice and guidance and said, oh, that was so much better than what our publishers are saying, because we're really at the cutting edge of thinking about marketing and being marketeers and being in startup world ourselves. We have that kind of mindset towards promotion and marketing and traction. And I think that's been a quite a revelation to me, speaking with the existing well-known authors out there who are actually doing some cool stuff, but their publishers haven't done the things that we've done or thought about the things that we've done in the right way. And actually... I think the R and Fair advantage is we took the lean startup approach. It's like the whole customer development cycle in startup world when you talk to customers and validate your assumptions and and test it out. We did that. We spent four or five years doing that. We don't have a background in writing. We don't have. We weren't even blogging. We weren't even doing any of that kind of stuff. That's how we were able to write a book that's really hit the mark and resonated with so many people. And ultimately, that's what's going to win because if you have a bad book. And you have all the marketing in the world. It doesn't matter. You'll only get to those first few people. They'll read it. They won't recommend it to anybody. Or they'll even put negative reviews. And what you want is the opposite. Word of mouth. And that's the key to all marketing, actually. We talk about marketing and all that, but ultimately it's the product. Yes, the product eventually will drive the word of mouth. But you need to get your early adopters and the engine started. Because then you have this cold start problem. You're from zero. Where do you go from? So you need to start the engine. And then the engine starts and then it starts warming up and it warms up. And then by then you get word of mouth and it keeps going and going. Which has been great experience for us because we spent a lot of time on our product, which was the book itself. So here's a quick tip. I think anyone who's a budding author out there is if you've got a big idea, before you even pen anything down in terms of a book concept around it, go out into the real world and do some speaking. Share your idea on stage or on Zoom calls. We did a lot of speaking before we actually wrote the book and we shared lots of different ideas in our speaking events and we could see the natural emotion of the audience. So if we shared a story and it didn't land, that wasn't included in the book. But if we shared a story and it landed, it got shortlisted to go in the book. Still never got in the book, just got shortlisted to go in the book because we knew he had a connection and it landed and there were questions around that story that connected the dots better. So test your book idea out on stage by talking about it and sharing it with people because you're going to get a feedback loop. And we use the startup technique to write the book, which is iterative. And the iteration of each of the ideas that we had built on top of what we were doing, which then allowed us to build a framework in the book called the Miles Framework, which hopefully people have seen it, but it's the Miles Framework we created as a result of the iteration process to encapsulate one idea of what the unfair advantage is. Yeah, it's a very powerful validation tool is testing it on stage. But also, we did a lot of mentoring and coaching, which I really, really recommend you do to validate. It's basically, it's it's operationalizing your book idea. It's putting it into practice. Okay, let's see where people get stuck. Where do people have limiting beliefs? Where do they think they can't do this? How can you help them to do this? And with kind of a self-development or a business book, which our book is both. It's all about helping them transform, whether it's their lives or their business, and usually it's both, <laughs> right? So you have to test that. You have to see where do people get stuck? Is it helping them? 
Or is it just an idea I came up with and I just think oh, this will help people? You have to actually test it. And coaching is a really good way to do that. If you reach out to us, DM us, email us with specific questions, something short, very, very happy to help and share from all of this stuff that we've been through. If you're thinking of writing a book, if you're getting stuck and not sure where to go with that, happy to give advice. And we always have. But in terms of actual like coaching and helping people hands on, we're very selective about who we work with. It's not something that we do as part of our business, really, but it's been fun for those few people that we have helped. Very cool. So, Hassan, do you want to write a second book? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We've been thinking about this a lot, right? And in the beginning, I was like, no way. But now I'm warming to the idea. It'll take some time, though, I think. It takes time. It took us four years to develop the first book. It might take as long because you kind of have to sort of gather insights and work on it. And I actually have this plan to, you know, working on this podcast right now. We want to do YouTube. We're working on a newsletter. So there's lots of really cool stuff that we'll be working on in the meantime and ways of putting content out there that's very accessible and hopefully fun for people. So look out for like Hassan Kuba on YouTube. Subscribe and share this podcast if you haven't already. We're going to keep doing amazing stuff like this where we just want to share value and we don't care if there are people out there doing this in a course or something. We, we, we give all our secrets away. We don't give a crap. So that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Hassan, today. That was a really nice, quick podcast. I hope you shared a f few of our nuggets, golden nuggets there and wisdom around writing a book and some thoughts around that. So if you're thinking about writing a book, definitely think about your why. Think about the big idea. Think about testing it and iterating on it. And ideally reaching out to people who've already been there and done that because then they're going to give you a lot of wisdom and experience around the publishing process, self-publishing process and the marketing process. I've personally very much enjoyed working with you, Hassan, on the book, because as an entrepreneur in the trenches on a regular basis, it's really hard to just put your head above the parapet and say, hey, you know, this is what's happening. And yeah, these are our ideas. How do we make them concise and share them with the world? So many people were coming up to us saying you should write a book, write a book. But it's not as easy as people saying write a book. It takes time and effort. And writing a book is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And people need to remember that. All right. Wicked. Take awesome. Care, Take care, everybody. So thank you for listening to the Unfair Advantage podcast. We're available on the podcast app of your choice, as well as on YouTube as a video podcast. For more information on how to find your unfair advantage, visit us at theunfairacademy.com.